Welcome to Swala Nyeti, the law podcast that pairs a layman and a lawyer to answer your legal questions of the day. Swala Nyeti is sponsored by the law firm of Kigwada and Company Advocates and is intended for educational purposes only. Welcome to the 15th episode and final episode for this week for Swala Nyeti. I am the lawyer, aka Wakili. Harry Karanja, and I'm joined here by an exuberant Geshaw Patrick, our resident layman. Hey, Wakili, you know what day today is? What's the date? Payday. <laughs> <laughs> it's the end of the month. Unfortunately, people like you and I who are in business, any day can be payday and any day can be any other day, but 27th <laughs> happens to be payday for most people. That's why I'm in this jovial mood. But today is 28th, Geshaw. Ah, man. <laughs> you see what happens when you receive money? <laughs> you even forget the date. Okay, okay. But let's not forget that we have a question to answer today. So, so what's on our to-do list this morning? I have a question from Nganga. And I'm going to read it for you. Here it goes. Dear lawyer Karanja and Lehman Gashao, I have been listening to your podcasts. And I think you're doing a good job. Thank you very much, Mr. Nganga. But help me out here. I am a landlord in Riruta of a commercial property. I have a difficult tenant who pays rent when and if he wants to. Last time I tried to evict him, he went to the business rent tribunal and got an injunction against me. Now, since that order, he says he doesn't have to pay rent for one year. (laughs) And it has been six months since he did I am desperate. Can I kick them out? All right, Keshaw. So let me see if I understand correctly. Mr. Nganga is a property owner in Riruta who has a commercial property. And he has a tenant in his property who has not paid him for the last six months because he claims that he has a court order. And he is saying that he will not pay him until one year after this order. Correct. And... If you know the craze with real estate in this country, everyone thinks it's a good investment. So when you find people who are making it look like you can't earn from property you build with your own blood and sweat, court order or no order, I think they should be kicked out. Whoa, 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 Geshaw. I think we spoke about this previously. And I told you, when it comes to court orders, they must be respected. Don't try and disobey a court order thinking that the court will just look the other way. But look, what I understand Mr. Nganga is asking is whether he can go and evict someone who is holding a court or who is holding an order from a tribunal, which you have to realize is also a judicial body. So a tribunal can also give orders just like a court. Okay. But before we get to whether he can evict, I think we also need to establish whether this commercial property is a controlled tenancy. Wakili, that's a bit confusing because we spoke about in a previous episode about control tenancies and they all seemed to be about residential houses. So how come you are bringing in control tenancy once more? Well, you have a great memory, Gesha. In fact, uh, soon clearly you will be here in my seat. Mm, You should be scared. (laughs) And you're absolutely right. We do have controlled tenancies for residential property, what usually is referred to as dwelling houses. But we also have controlled tenancies for commercial property. And in this case, a commercial property can also be a controlled tenancy. That's interesting then. Any tenant can be a controlled tenant even in commercial property then? No. There are certain qualifications before 
uh, property can be a controlled tenancy. And the first is that it must fit within the definitions of what is considered to be a shop. So usually there are certain categories of businesses which are allowed to have controlled tenancies, not all commercial mm -hmm. properties. For okay. example, you find go-downs are not under these controlled tenancies. But after you've met that first criteria, there is something else which you must meet. Number one, if you do not have a lease in writing, then that's automatically a controlled tenancy. If you've met the first qualification, and then secondly, you don't have a lease in writing. But if you have a lease in writing and the lease is for less than five years, then that still can be a controlled tenancy. That is a lot because I have seen leases where it's just five years and one month. Is that why? It, that's exactly why. Ah. So, so any lease which is under five years can be a controlled tenancy. Is there another, I mean, qualific I mean, something that the law says about these controlled tenancies? Uh, yes, yes, yes. So... Let's say you have a lease which is over five years, mm -hmm. even 10 years, but one of the terms in your lease says that the lease can be terminated by notice. So this termination notice, you know how they're usually written. So it says that the landlord or the tenant giving Either, X yeah. number of days can terminate this, this. So if you have that in your lease agreement, and you've met the other qualification of the shops and uh, hotels and catering establishments and, and other types yeah. of businesses, then you could be a controlled tenant. Interesting then. What's so special about these controlled tenancies then? So controlled tenancies, like the name suggests, are controlled, meaning that there are some protections that the tenants are provided for by law. So you can't just simply, for example, walk in one day and give someone notice to leave the premises unless you have given them grounds. And what, what, what kind of grounds? In this case, the ground which would suffice would be that the person has not been paying rent or that they that they have been paying rent in a very funny way. You know, Which is case. Similar to this case. So if if in this case, he could have given them a notice for 60 days, mm -hmm to leave the property. And that notice could be valid within the control tenancy. So all Ganga has to do now is just give this guy a 60-day notice and ask him to leave. Assuming that there was no court order to begin with or no order or injunction order, if the tenant responded and said that they do not accept the notice mm -hmm. and they, did this, they gave this response within 30 days, they could say that they do not accept the notice and that they would refer the matter to the tribunal. And once the matter is referred to the business rent tribunal, then the notice is put on hold until and that matter is <laughs> decided. What does this tribunal do? <laughs> so the business rent tribunal, as the name suggests, deals with commercial properties. And the tribunal will look at the notice to establish whether it has been validly given. If the grounds are sufficient, it can then act to enforce the notice or it can act the other way. And it can say that this notice is not valid and, you know, it, it should be thrown out. And if this is the case, then Nganga cannot give another similar notice for at least 12 months. An entire year. Exactly. And this is probably where Nganga's tenant is getting this whole thing from. But and are you, are, you, are you trying to say that Nganga cannot be paid rent no, for no, an no. entire year? That's not what I said. I just said Nganga cannot give another 
notice for an entire year. But what's happening clearly is that this tenant must have gone through this act and they're trying to abuse this clause, okay. knowing that they cannot be given a notice. So how can, what can Nganga, how can he enforce? What can he do? What Nganga needs to do, first of all, is determine what is this order that this tenant is holding. He should have a copy of it. And I'm surprised that he hasn't spoken about him himself going to the tribunal, which means the order might have been given in his absence. But he needs to get that order and see exactly what it says. Of course, as always, abide by orders given by judicial authorities, but he can consider going back to the tribunal to either vary the order or rescind the order. If he cannot get any of these reliefs, then he is also open to appealing to the Environmental and Land Court. Thank you very much, Wakili. Nganga, find out what this order says and see whether you can get it appealed, varied, or rescinded for any for any pub, for your own good also. Because I, I, I understand you want some rent. So that's what you have to do. Find out what this order says. And thank you very much, Wakili. And thank you everyone who was who has been listening into this episode of Swalanyeti. We are to episode 15, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Congratulations, Wakili. Thank you, Gashao. Congratulations to you. Thank you, Wakili. And our next episode's question will be on very interesting matters. Next week's, you mean? Oh, yeah, next week. Our next week's episode will be dealing with issues of divorce and family law. And I think it's interesting that you listen in on what we have to, on the cases we are, the issues we have been sent in and the questions we are going to answer. Other than that, from me, have a splendid weekend and goodbye. Goodbye. You have been listening to Swala Nyeti. Special thanks to our layman, Gashal Patrick, and our lawyer, Harry Karanja. If you have a legal question that you want answered, send us a WhatsApp message on 07-08-111-222 or email us at admin at swalanyeti.org. You can find downloads to all our podcast episodes on our website www.swalanyeti.org.